you will last. And I'm very excited to be here. <laughs> In the very beginning, I was like, who are some people that I talk to or I have talked to, friends with, been friends with, that I don't feel like I know enough about? Mm-hmm. And you were one of the first people that struck into my mind. Uh, and for anyone that doesn't know, this is Andrew Murphy. Uh, Murph, whatever you want to call him. Uh, I stick to Andrew because I have another buddy named Murph. Right. So I call you Andrew more. But, you know, that's aside the point. Uh, yeah, so I don't know why we just click like that. Like, we just got, like, the vibes, like, are immaculate when me and you were together. Um, dude, where did we, we met at Sal's, right? We did meet at Sal's. Yeah, which is, like, you still work there? I don't know. Oh, okay. Good. <laughs> Good. That's uh, Salvatore's in Medford for the fans out at home. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, dude, I think it was, we just, like, I mean, you were boys with Mike. Yeah. So, obviously, like, you know, Mike's my boy, he's your boy. Like, yeah. If you're if you're Mike's guy, you're my guy. Like, yeah, it's just, it I, yeah like I'm that. the same way, yeah. But at the same time, if you weren't Mike's guy, like, we would have just boys up that quick. Because like, <laughs> it didn't even It's matter. scary, dude. Like, our personalities are, like, so similar. Yeah. And, and yeah, because I said it to, uh, I was like talking to Mike, I was like, oh, so who else, like, I remember when I first got the job, I was like, who else works here? And he was like, oh, Scott Andrew, and I was like, okay, okay, and, I was like, and then he's like, it's getting Andrew Murphy, and then he was like, wait a second, he's like, you'll love Andrew, I was like, why? And he's like, he's just, he's like, he's you, but like, just, you're like a little more silly, and <laughs> he's just a little more like normal in some ways but you guys are the exact same and i was like what do you mean he's like you'll see (laughs) and i saw we're very similar even like our music taste is very similar like some of those songs i put on like the snapchat thing that i had going you yeah the song of the day you'd like swipe up on the ones that like no one else did and i was like oh he gets it like dude uh, forbidden knowledge by like rory that song is so good and like no one knows what it is everyone's like oh some, some people be like oh what is i never heard of the song it's pretty good you were like the song's fire yeah. like you, you knew like it's I, hadn't just listened, fire. I hadn't listened to rory in a minute yeah he doesn't put out a lot of music he doesn't no but and he we, puts out some weird music too but. like folk not even like yeah, yeah. rap nothing to do with yeah. hip-hop just which is, folk. O- which is okay there's room for it yeah Funny but we like i was thinking about that when i was like on the way here today and then non-stop for the last three days i was like so <laughs> when i get there like we could literally talk about anything like we could talk about just marcus smart for an hour and a half <laughs> so like it's it's no. scary because like we could not even marcus touch... smart for an hour and a half i could do that easily i know what it be but like we could have gone down the musical because we just have so many like shared interests yeah so it's like everything like basketball music and like even the genre like we, we listen to similar types of music like yeah. it's not just like i guess more mainstream stuff it's like also like benny the butcher like i know you love benny the butcher wow. and i love benny like i didn't realize how much i really liked him until uh i think the album's called is the album called burden of proof, burden of proof yeah. yeah that came out and i was like wow he's like really good like he's really really good his whole squad Griselda, Griselda like, yeah. Conway the Machine, West Side Gun. Yeah. They got, like, a whole affiliate that they're just, like, I don't even know what you want to call that sound. It's not, like, underground. I, the terminology for genres, dude, yeah, I, I can never get it right. Yeah. So, like, they're just hard, and, like, they don't sound like your average, like, mainstream rappers nowadays. Yeah, 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 because now it's just a lot. It's mostly about the beat, which I'm cool with. I'm a beat guy myself. I like, I like a good, I feel like a good beat can carry an artist. And as long as, like, that's why... I, like Gunna, for example, love Gunna, bro. I love Gunna, and here's why: it's not because he's gonna like do anything. He just doesn't do too much. He just like rides the beat, let the beat do its thing, 
and just don't ruin the song with like bad vocals or stupid lines. Just like be part of the beat almost. It's like his voice is like an instrument. Is he the most self-aware rapper? Is he the most self-aware human of all time? He's like, <laughs> yeah, bro. I mean, bro, the man's like, I've never seen a more aptly fit series of like projects than yeah. Drip or Drown. Yeah. Like, I don't know what that means, but like, it's so it, him. That's that sound is Drip or Drown. And like, I was thinking about when I stepped out of my house today after like, you know, what, a week of clouds and rain. Yeah. And yeah. the sun came out, the Gunna song sun played in came my head. Out. Yeah. And I was yeah. just like, he's like, he is the vibe for like, Every vibe, but not he, not every vibe, but like you can put his music on and vibe at any time. Yeah, of the day, of the year, it yeah. doesn't matter. It's not like it's like a. It's not like you know Calvin Harris. I'm listening to like what's it called, like Funk Bounce something Volume One, the one with like Slap. Heat Stroke and everything. Yeah. But I don't know if I'm gonna listen to that in the winter, right? Like inside, right? Alone, like I don't know if I'd listen to that. Yeah. But like I could listen to like majority of like Drip or Drown, like two at least specifically like i can listen to that any time of the year anywhere i'm going Literally. car ride you hear like one call it's just like hey hey <laughs> and you're just like yes it's yeah. just like and it's the stupidest thing in the world but it's just it's entertaining and i and i enjoy it but yeah music we have in common basketball uh both love hoop, love hoop. we're in a we're in a league together actually we are and, um, yeah, my team is nice, dude. My team is so good. Watching Makai play, it's been like years since I've seen him play. He was so good. It was so fun. Dude, he destroyed us. <laughs> it was so yeah, bad. It was so bad. <laughs> so bad. Me and you got to guard each other, though. Bro, we, I felt like the Spider-Man meme. I'm not going to lie. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's just like, I'm not, yeah, I'm like, you're boxing out? I'm boxing out. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I was like, people don't box out, first of all. And like, half the people play defense. So it's just, and that's what I love to do is play defense and box out because I can't, I can't do anything. So I, was just like, I mean, you can better than me. Like, I'm a poor man's DOD. A poor man's <laughs> DOD in basketball in some ways, I guess. But um, I was, like, thinking, so since we do have so much in common, there's so many things we could talk about. But, I mean, that's stuff that I already know. I want to know. I want to learn some things about you, Andrew. Let me learn a little. So I don't prepare questions ever or right. at all. I but I did, no, I, did, <laughs> I, did think, I did think of one before you got here. Like, I was like, okay, so I know when I was little. One of my, like, a couple of my, like, first loves were, like, baseball, basketball, and then, like, even music at, like, a young age. 2006, I was five years old, and I'm listening to, like, Eminem, like, right away. Instantly yeah. loved hip-hop music and everything. But, like, for you, what was, like, as a kid, like, what was, like, your first, like, oh, this is the best thing in the world? Just, like, anything? Anything. It could be Transformers, WWE, yeah. it could be anything. <laughs> so, like, even before I can really necessarily remember... Mm-hmm. Lilo and Stitch. Lilo was, and Stitch? Yeah, like, I am constantly told stories by my parents about me being a, a dork with, like, I would take rocks and throw them. You know how, like, you throw yeah. the things and Stitch is supposed to come yeah, out? Yeah, yeah, like, all just little, like... Dude, I was hardcore. Like, four-year-old Murph was, like, <laughs> the biggest Lilo and Stitch fan in the world. Yeah, Lilo and Stitch is underrated, in my opinion. Lilo it and is. Stitch was really cool, because it had, like, it was kind of, like... A mix of a bunch of things. So it was just like a movie or TV show as well. But like, it also was like the whole like Pokemon idea of like you throw it, you yeah. get these like little orbs, like yep. little, like the numbers was what it was. Six two six. Six two six was, sure. was Stitchy Boy, and then um like it's just I don't know, it's just a cool movie. And plus it's in like Hawaii and like you know I'm not like too big. I don't think it's like how do I phrase this? I'm not that big on like oh there needs to be more like. 
representation. I feel like it'll happen gradually for every group. I feel like it's just is slowly happening, but and it's just gonna take time, sadly. But then that's like a Hawaiian woman is like the main character. That's pretty cool. Man. Yeah, there's no like now Moana's popular. Yeah, but that was like that's twenty years. That's later. what I'm saying. And I apologize if I'm getting like the specific like cultures mixed up. But yeah. Like, either way, the representation like non-white characters yeah. on the disney screen like that's pretty cool dude. it is and i didn't think about it like at yeah. all until just now actually like yeah. it's just that's what makes it pretty cool i guess no for sure but after that i mean i've definitely been like a sports like dude just baseball <laughs> basketball football never really hockey for me and yeah soccer nah but like baseball basketball football like from probably like third grade i think third grade i really got into sports and i could mm-hmm. tell you like the whole 2008 tampa bay rays team like just oh, random rays. like big into baseball then obviously like hoops still kind of uh-huh. crazy over but i was definitely into like pokemon a little bit as a kid oh, i loved doing right i mean were Love we all or was that like yeah i think there was the pokemon kids and the Yu-Gi-Oh kids <laughs> and then the girls so like it <laughs> yeah. was really just split into like those three subsections and but uh i was a pokemon guy as well for sure i was I loved High School Musical, too. High School Musical? My yeah. sister loved High School Musical. And I, in turn, kind of, like, needed to watch it all the time. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is pretty this is pretty fire. I, I mean, like the idea. Like, Basketball. Who wouldn't want to be Troy? Like, you get to <laughs> yeah, be the star yeah, yeah, of, yeah. like, the theater program. You're yeah. the king of, like, the hoops world. Yeah, and I never saw, like, I know, like, the whole, pro- the whole like, dilemma in the movie was like oh he doesn't want to be like a pussy and like be like the theater kid like skipping basketball i'm like yo i always liked theater and stuff like that and acting in movies like i thought that that stuff was cool like, yeah as a kid like i never really understood the full like oh those kids are gay like i never got that i did like i did a play mm-hmm. in eighth grade i played an old lady i was a woman with boobs they put <laughs> cat litter in a sock and two socks and tied them off at the ends together and I had big boobs and I had like an ass that they had to oh put God. I was like and I perform. I don't care like I'll be a lady on, on stage <laughs> and like performed I did like talent shows rock and roll shows Mr. MHS I'm still three years running now I that's my uh, contact photo for you on my phone. Is it? It's a screenshot of you with the, yeah. It's a fire photo. It is. <laughs> it's a pretty fire guess, photo. Bro. I remember the girl, this girl, like, Liana, not Liana Tessinari, but this other girl. Liana took, took the photo, and uh, I remember, like, where she was, and I made a very, <laughs> val- I mean, a very, like, effort, a sincere effort to not look at the camera. I was like, up into the distance. <laughs> and then, like, right after she took it, I was like, yes. <laughs> But yeah, it was uh, like I always like performance. So like for me, especially like Troy Bolton, like that's the guy right there. I'm that's like, yeah, guy. I want to be that guy. Yeah. And Vanessa Hudgens is, is yeah. Like, I mean, that, that's that's the goal, really. Because <laughs> it doesn't get better. I don't want to say first love. But like... <laughs> <laughs> Vanessa Hudgens mm-hmm. was bad, yeah. yeah. But she's like, and the thing is, like throughout all the movies, like she's she's isn't she like not in the last one? Am I wrong? Damn, I'm gonna be honest. I didn't make it to the last one. Oh, did you? You're a better I, man than me if you did. Oh, I did. I've watched all. Well, cause again, I don't. Do you have any? Do you have a sister or two, brother? Two younger sisters. Two younger sisters. Yeah. Okay, maybe it's, it's a little different. But my sister was older at the time, so she like grew up with that. Yeah. Like she grew up high school. So yeah, like, yeah. if one came out, like we watched it. Yeah. yeah. There was no if ands buts about it. Mm. And I think that's another reason why, like some older things. Like, some people would be like, oh, 2000s kids don't get it. Like, I'm a 2000s kid. 
But like when were you born? Ninety nine. Ninety nine. So yeah. you're a nineties kid, low key. Mm. But you're, yeah. you're right. We're right. In, we're in the same ballpark. Yeah. But I feel like I got like the older part of it because my sister was five years. Is five years older. Yeah. So she like. She's like everything that she likes and she's seen like I liked and I saw too. Yeah. So like everything like from like the late nineties and early two thousands, like I love Outcast. I love like I don't even know what else to say. Like fifty cent. Oh I've always love fifty cent. Even like getting into middle school, people are like, Who's fifty cent? I'm like, guys, yeah. you guys don't know fifty cent? You guys know Bow Wow? Like <laughs> yeah. you don't know all these guys? Yeah. Um, I feel like that that not was helpful, but it just gives me a little extra age. Oh, in a for way. sure. That's why I vibe with guys like a little older like yourself and Andrew Totora as well. True. Like, yeah, so I, I just vibe with you guys. John Tecumanji too. John Tech. The goat. John, the goat. <laughs> I got to get John on too. Yes. To do like science or something. Maybe we could, I was saying we could build a rocket. Like, because like, like on camera. And like. You and John? And like. Mostly John. Mostly all John yeah. with me saying Commentary. Something. Commentary on yeah. the sideline, mm-hmm. which I love to do. But, um, <laughs> yeah, so you said, like, baseball and all these things. I was a, yeah, sports, huge. I mean, I was certainly into, like, I don't know if fantasy is the right word, but just, like, superheroes and action oh, cartoons. Yeah. like The Marvel movies. I've seen, I, I didn't binge, I didn't catch up on Marvel till like, Infinity War was coming up. Mm-hmm. But, like, growing up, Harry Potter... Star Wars, oh, yeah. um, the good stuff. The good stuff. You know? <laughs> the goods. You know, you went back to all the the the, the goods. Yeah, big, uh, big Harry Potter guy for sure. And then yeah, dude. Honestly, like I was thinking about it, I, I don't, I didn't play a ton of video games as a kid. Two mm-hmm. K was in rotation. Yeah, got yeah. the new one every year just because I want to throw away sixty bucks. But <laughs> yeah, right. Um, I still do that. I'm still throwing away sixty dollars every year. You know, now but, it's seventy. Mm-hmm. But I was like, I don't play a ton of video games, and I literally think it's because I listen to that much music that, like, instead of playing video games, I'll just, like, organize playlists and stuff. And, I mean, you yeah. I'm, you do the same thing. But, yeah. like, even, yeah, I just, like, don't, it's bad. Because with music, I'm, like, pretty familiar with, like, I, I feel like I can talk music with anybody, even if I don't know the artist or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm familiar with them. Same thing with movies. I, uh, a bad habit of mine is I'll watch, like, movie trailers. Mm-hmm. I'll be like, huh, what do I want to watch? You tonight? watch movie trailers? I'll just, I'll be like, <laughs> all right, it's time to kick back for now before bed, watch TV, watch, like, 15 two-minute trailers, and then I'm like, all right, I'll watch 30 minutes of the King's Grizzlies and go to bed. Like, <laughs> <laughs> the King, uh, you, know, you know you're down bad as a, as a basketball fan if you're watching the Kings versus the Grizzlies at, Dude. like, 1 o'clock in the morning, watching- West Coast game. That's yeah. Those are painful. Like you got, like, I gotta watch it. Like I, it's my, it's what I want to watch at that time. Right. The last twelve minutes of a twenty point blowout, like yeah. between the Grizzlies and Kings. I'm like, yep. Let's see how Rashawn Holmes does. <laughs> uh, it's just funny how that works. I'm the same way. But uh, like, so you like do you, like consider yourself like a movie like savant of some sort? Like, I think I'll probably. I've probably watched more shows in my life, to be honest. Uh, TV um, show guy. You ever watch, like, Friends and How I Met Your Mother and all that stuff? So, How I Met Your Mother, <laughs> I never finished. Yeah. I'm, like, in the process, but, That's like, you can throw it on whenever, so, like, I'm not rushing through it. And it's long, bro. It is long. They got shows. But Friends, yeah, that was, like, high school, just every night on Nick, like, throw yeah. that on. Jamming um, through Friends. I ran through Friends. I've probably watched, you're gonna, you're gonna laugh. I've watched the entirety of Friends, How Much Your Mother, The Office, 
Parks and Rec. I watched them through and through multiple times each. Like, each one of them, multiple oh. times. I'll just sit there, and I'll click it. I have this innate ability. First of all, I'm good at multitasking. I'm incredibly good at it. So I can watch the whole show while I'm building a playlist over here, <laughs> yep. and while I'm like on my laptop doing homework at the same time. So I'm just like <laughs> really grinding at all, all at the same time. And uh, so I was able to really get through everything really fast, but I've watched literally... And you got to think, in a season of Friends, it's 25 episodes, 22 yeah. minutes an episode, 10 seasons. Bro, it's a lot of TV. And, that, and I've watched Friends more than all of them, probably like four times. I've watched Friends four times. Friends used to be my fave, and it's a lot of good shows out there, though. There it, might, it might still be my fave, like Joey, Chandler. Just a good just, crew, dude. They just kill me, bro. Like, yeah, they just kill me. <laughs> all right. I'm going, I'm going to have like probably my only take on the episode. I'm not a big taste guy. Yeah, yeah. Joey might be the funniest stupid character in the history of television. Like, yeah. his comedy is, we're laughing at him being dumb. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know, he's he's kind of the go-to he's pre- He was one of the OGs of that. I don't know how many, I mean, there definitely was some like that were doing that before. But for a show that popular? Like, I don't know if there was yeah. ever a guy like that that you could just like, like the, like the shit on guy. Right, know? right. I don't know. Weak take, I know, but nah, it's a strong. It crosses my mind when I'm because I'm trying to think of other guys that that are like that now. Like who else in TV shows is like the big idiot? Kramer, Seinfeld, Kramer. Yeah, he does a good job. He doesn't hold as big a role though as Joey does. I feel like he's bigger. You think he's bigger? Maybe he's not like his. I feel like maybe it's just because like when I think of Seinfeld, like like Seinfeld's like the guy. Yeah. And in Friends, I guess you could say it's Ross, kind of, and Rachel. But really, it's all six of them. Yeah. So I feel like since it is more even and there isn't a main character, like, there was full episodes where Joey was the main character. And there's definitely some like that with Kramer. Yeah, true. Um, but I just don't know if you can really get enough out of a guy that's like Kramer, because he's just such a, like... He's anybody that's watched Seinfeld, like, he just, like, rolls up into the scene, like, <laughs> delivers the energy, and then just, like, dips, and then he'll come back, like, five minutes later. It's crazy. When I watch him go in and out... Of the apartment, I yeah. think of like us kicking down the door at Sal's to get in the kitchen. <laughs> yeah, it's so like, all right, you know, yeah. boom! I got hands, I got hands, I got hands. Yeah. Oh my god! Who yeah. needs food? The terms at Sal's, just the work in that Sal's is so funny. Like, if you just sat back and like, watch, if I sat back and watched myself for like a shift at Sal's, I'm like dripping sweat. Like, I'm out there. I got blisters on my hands. Burn like, marks. dude, if it's if it burns, you eat. You, you <laughs> complain later. Just, you're not dropping those meatballs. You're not dropping the plates, dude. I know, I'll, I've dropped a fair share of glasses. Like, yeah, pro- I've nah, but mine was bad because <laughs> I I was only there for like a year, True. and I dropped like maybe five glasses in a matter of a year. I've seen worse. I didn't work that much, <laughs> but uh, I was still. I was just. I was just fumble, fumble with the glasses. But either way, I was uh, taking like I was taking plates, hot and heavy. I'm like, and I just take two. I'm like, sack. Like I remember one time, like I grabbed it and it was a little too hot, and I literally like almost lost it. Yeah. And Mike literally just grabs the plate from me, and he was holding it like the same heat that I couldn't handle. He was he held it and was like. Dude, you got a man up, and then puts it right back in my hand, and I was like, <laughs> I just start moving, and I was like, you're like, I can't feel any part of my hand. I like, you're not gonna dare challenge my masculinity. Yeah, you can't, you can't call me, you can't call me a bitch like that. I gotta go do this. I, I deliver all the food, and yeah. you're like walking around cor- corner, like it's yeah. so like, 
it feels like such a show, such a charade sometimes in that place. It was so funny. I, I wish I could have just set up a camera and watched this go. Because like, when that place was moving, like, in, at good efficiency. Clockwork. It was, like, clockwork. It was real good. Like, yeah. you got Mike on, like, the expo. Mike's the goat, bro. Mike is the goat at the expo. Well, because he's, like, he's, he's, he can be mean. Like, <laughs> yeah. that's why. Because he can be like, I need these fries, brother. And then, yeah. like, the cook's like, all right. Like, the cook's, like, these 35-year-old guys. 40-year-old like, dudes. Like, bowing down to Mike, yeah. <laughs> Mike Palmer. I'm like, oh. I'm like, hey, can I get some? And they're like, no. I'm like, heard. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Like, no? Okay, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to take this out. Uh, you guys figure it out yourselves. I'm going go to do a lap and hopefully <laughs> something changes. <laughs> yeah. You ever do, how many laps, like, act, like, did you just do just for nothing? Like, I feel like I was moving around that place. Bro, <laughs> if I, like, counted steps back then. Oh. oh my god, we would have put power walkers to shame. We would have put them out mm. on livelihoods. Oh yeah, dude. Like anybody dude. you see walking the streets, you just show them your cell stats. <laughs> my cell. They're quitting. You just move all the time. You go into the basement, get nice, you come back. I like I didn't know that it was gonna be that stressful. When I first got like the job, I was like, oh, it's just you're just a bus boy. Like you just clean tables, whatever. Yeah. So nope, you do everything. No. If you're a bus boy, you do everything. Friday night, dude, when all cylinders are firing, it's dangerous fresh after a show too Ooh. Ooh. like neil degrasse tyson was, was <laughs> one of like the shows once and they were like yeah we got neil degrasse tyson coming to the show yeah. i was like what so I was like, i'm working that day no and they just had like a ton of people coming in oh it was so bad oh who was the were you there the day frankie valley was there and he got food at the restaurant yeah no yeah that's crazy. Yeah, I was there, and I didn't know it was him. Because I've seen, all the pictures I've seen of Frankie Valli was when he was younger. Yeah. And, uh, like, when he was first popping. But, like, now he's, like, older, obviously. And he, and he was at the restaurant, and he was just sitting at a solo table, and he was just, like, eating it. I see Denise go up to this old guy at the table, and I was like, hmm. I was like, what's going on over there? And I'm, like, we are looking at him, and I'm like, I started looking at my phone. And I was like, "Who's performing?" And I was, saw Frankie Valley. I knew he was performing that week. I was like, "And I see it as fucking him." I was like, "Wow!" <laughs> and I, oh man, that was crazy. That was the only celebrity I've ever seen go in there, though. Oh, yeah. Why would you go in? Yeah. <laughs> like Medford, dude. Come on. It's Medford. Yeah. I saw some TikTok today. It was like, neat. It was like uh, the Boston city, like. I guess towns in Boston, and then like the kid put like a Medford stereotype, but Medford's not a Boston town. Yeah. And like I let it slide because we're from here, and I'd like to be associated yeah. with Boston. I look in the comments, bro. We're getting roasted. Medford's getting f- deep fried, and I, yeah. they're like, they're like the third socks. This place blows. <laughs> Who would ever go? It's not if you consider that Boston, then like eat my ass. I was like, eat my ass. Like, so so, it's vi- so violent. <laughs> like, but I mean, I've always been like, it's not Boston, but like, I don't want to be in Boston. Like, we got the Fells, we yeah. got VP, we got all these parks, we got like. We got places. We got like we got yeah. There's areas. there's variety. There's a ton of variety. Like we got, I'm claiming assembly as our own for all intents and purposes. Yeah, like, well, yeah. it's over the bridge. It's I right, mean, it's right at the bridge. We got Wellington, Station Landing area, mm-hmm. all the way to the high school. I mean, we got like up in Fulton Heights if you're feeling like some hill sprints. Like it's a pretty big. It's a big I don't know, I city. Think about it. There's I mean, a we lot. Are a city, yeah, there's a lot going on. Like, yeah. you could do a lot of different things here. You can go to that, like, like, like the Fellsmere Pond, whatever that, like yeah. that one. Hidden like, Pond or uh, which one? I'm trying to think of like where it even like is. Like okay. going towards Mall. It might be in Mall, but like going towards. Oh Malden. yeah, is yeah. it in Mall? Near the church. 
yeah. up that yeah. yeah 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 and then like on the web mm. yeah like there's that there's like the, there's churches there's a new library <laughs> massive library yeah. which is like why are we investing that much money into a library that makes sense too yeah kind of does like why we have laptops and computers and phones and because from a like i mean i don't know diddly squat about why the city's actually doing it but like as far as like a library i feel like it's a place where kids can go after school to do homework and like focus not necessarily high school it is the thing is it is and that's that's true yeah Will it be used, though, like that? That's the thing. Like, if they make programs <laughs> where, like, kids, like, uh, younger kids... That's what I'm thinking. Like, if you make a building that nice, I'm thinking you gotta, gotta have, like, some sort of plan. But... Gotta really use it. Yeah. I'm thinking that's, like, the center... I hope it's, like, the center of, like, all, like, town public programs where, like... Yeah. Kids get to go and kind of, like... They better have mad books in that bitch. That's <laughs> what I was saying. Like, they better have mad books. Like... Do you read? No, I have like. <laughs> hold on, I was. I read these two books right now. Ready? These are the two books that I'm reading. This will show you. Th- if this doesn't explain me, these two books, then I don't know what does. Okay, ready? There's this book, stuff good basketball players should know. Yeah. It is literally just the encyclopedia on everything basketball. Mm. Like just things you would never like the triangle. Literally goes over the triangle. Right? Yeah. It goes over. Uh, not fouling shooters, uh, fadeaway jumpers, uh, what else? Like, uh, anything, literally anything in the world you can think about. Like get open inside with a hook step. It's the encyclopedia for basketball, and I read it. Like I read it. You, dude, that's hype. I wish I had that attention span. It's a fr- yeah. I'm a freak, dude. I like to. I, I love like that to... stuff. I just couldn't focus on a book. Yeah, I a just... whole book of it. And then mysteries of the ancients is this book it's it's a reader's digest book and this is my marker where was i where was i in this book let's see oh, i was going through like the pharaohs and everything and i just got through with the where is it like the giants hold on i was reading about oh the pyramids yeah the pyramids are crazy by the way bro there's yeah <laughs> but there was reading where are the giants bro? Dude, the giants are cool i'll be upset if i can't find this page the giants because <laughs> people think that they existed, <laughs> and I really hope that they're right. Because <laughs> they're not, but it'd be really cool if, like, one day we just found out, hey, there was maybe not giants, but what if there was like a population of people that were like nine feet tall? See, this is gonna like hurt the anyone who shout out the viewers, shout out the fans, yeah, really shout out anyone who's listening is prop and knows a thing about science. Their heads are gonna hurt right now. Yeah, yeah, I feel like this conversation is getting painfully dumb on my part like people used to be smaller in general. yeah yes but at the same time like i think like you're right what if people were just nine feet like i yeah. had literally no reason to think that because i know like evolution wise i mean hey people in the 1800s were like shorter than people are now and just physically i mean you've seen 1960s 50s basketball like <laughs> those guys were plumbers yeah they were tiny <laughs> so like evolution wise i'm pretty sure whereas Human beings are as big and strong and athletic as ever, but maybe there were giants, and then we just, like, decided to shrink. I don't know. Do you know how tall Manute Bowl was? 7'7". Seven, seven. He was 7'7". Seven, seven. And he says 
My mother was 6'10". <laughs> my father was 6'8". My sister's 6'8". And my great-grandfather was even taller than me. 7'10". <laughs> His great-grandfather was 7'10". And was alive let's in just, like the 1800s, brother. Let's just assume. Let's just assume. That's Manute Bull. So Manute Bull is Bull Bull's dad or grandfather? Dad. dad. So... So that's his great great grandfather. Whoa, that's pretty far. That's his grandfather's grandfather. Was, so imagine your grandfather's grandfather. That's about like eighteen hundreds, yeah. like like mid late, late mid late eighteen hundreds. So if you think about it, dude, like in in this town, in this area, in Africa, in Africa, this dude was walking around seven ten. Yeah. When you see seven ten. If you see like uh, you ever see a seven foot bas or a seven foot and a half basketball hoop that like you can dunk on and yeah. you're like that doesn't seem like why does it seem so much shorter? And then you, you put know? a human head there. <laughs> then if you see if you see someone that's seven seven like it's a different animal. You see a six eight guy like I've seen I'll, like, when you go to basketball games when you see how fucking tall these dudes are you're like it's like pressing because yeah. you know you see a six four guy at a party you're like oh look at stretch over there like you know imagine a seven footer. Like who can handle the ball? <laughs> who, can, who can literally? Yeah, <laughs> Nick put me on a mixtape and yeah. three in my face from thirty-five feet out. Yeah, that's impressive. These guys were seven. So say him and let's say Bull Bull's father, Bull Chol, was uh, seven ten, and his boys are all seven ten. You see them rolling up on your tribe, and you're like five five. <laughs> Wouldn't you say these are giants? Yeah. You know, like you don't know anything else. These no. are giants. Like these are like the biblical stories that I've read for since I was born in five, in year five. You know, like and now <laughs> I see these, these giant. These are giants. Like these are legit giants. It's funny you mentioned you said biblical stories. Yeah, I saw some tweet the other day, and it was like, "What was the wildest Bible story that you actually believed?" And it was just like quote tweets of like. Yeah, this dude like got swallowed by a whale or whatever. Like, <laughs> this like um just the craziest stuff like yeah, we decided to turn like water into wine and then turn it into blood and then like yeah. turn it into crips and that's like, wild. Yeah. That's was, wild. Like they're wilding is what they're doing. They're, like that's that's false. Their metaphor game was on point though. Their metaphor game was on point. That's dude. what I'm saying. If you just read it, if you read so I'm not a big like religious guy. Mm-hmm. But I re and I, I've gone this is my religious journey, I was in Sunday school, like, my whole life, I got, um, confirmed, I got, like, my, whatever the other thing is, it's like you do around second grade, whatever Reconciliation, yeah. Reconciliation, all that stuff. And, uh, I had all that, I did all that, and I never really, like, clicked with me, and I was like, alright, whatever, so I started really just being like, oh, religion's a bunch of, like, boo hockey, like, it's garbage, mm-hmm. like, throw it out with the rest of the, with the baby in the bathwater, I don't care. Mm-hmm. Now that I look at it, as I get older, and I see, like, these little things, like, metaphors, and, like, I see why we would think these things. Like, they said, there's, like, a stone that still stands, like, it's a stone that, like, got cracked in half by, like, lightning and thunder. And people saw it, and they were like, this is God, like, splitting the stone open. They said water rushed from it. That's that's cat, the water rushed from the stone. <laughs> but a, a thunder did strike a stone right like near these people. Like it, they could see it. Like, and I wonder, like, how much of these stories is real? And like, 
a lot of it's up to like their interpretation and really then once you interpret it however you want they're all pretty helpful like stories i feel like it's not a bad thing to say like even like the adam and eve like the temptation like don't eat the apple or whatever and like that's a that's an interesting story too. If you just read it like it was like a Shakespeare novel, like we'd be like, "This is gas!" Like mm-hmm. this is this is just another like Romeo and Juliet like fire story. But since people just want to say it's like fact, like now you're that's where you're stressing it. Like that didn't actually happen, but that's a good story, you know. I like that stuff. I'm not like I'm not <laughs> definitely not gonna sit up here and use the term fake news a lot. <laughs> fake news, but. I always used to laugh in, like, history class or, I guess, largely, like, religion classes growing up because I'm, like, people would have the most specific, or maybe now the more I think about it, it's, like, religion because that's even further back. Mm-hmm. Um, but people would pretend that, like, we know the very specific details of, like, and then Jesus dapped up Mary using his <laughs> right hand at precisely 5.30 p.m. And I'm like... And then Jesus dapped <laughs> up his mom. But even, like, going back, like, 600 years... I mean, on one hand, like... I don't know. Like, I just... It's funny when people have, like... We don't know so much. We, we don't know dude, anything. We don't know anything about anything. Like, I don't know anything about anything, but, like, as a society, as a human race... I mean, we don't know what's in the ocean. We don't no. know, like any of the names of the alien species and yeah we have we, no idea so it's funny because we'll be reading in school and it's like yeah so we think this happened we think this happened but we know for a fact that like in 2020 bc <laughs> these two people know. linked up and like they threw you a don't know yeah. shit <laughs> you don't know and if we can't prove these things and we if we can't prove like basically half like not more way more than half like we can't prove probably 90% of our existence. We have no idea what the fuck's been going on since before, like, maybe, like, what, 500 years ago? Like, probably when once Columbus brought his stanky ass over here, like, that was probably, like, when we first started, like, really realizing, oh, we can, like, keep track of some things. Yeah. It's, it's still not really well done. No. Until, like, 1900. Right. Still so much corruption that, like, can't be, like, it's scary how much... And then, like, even just to this day, like, what do we know today about, like, what all these companies and all these things are doing? Like, we have no idea what's going on, really, you know? Like, you can say, like, oh, there was, like, this fight between, like, whatever. Like, it's just whatever media narrative they want to throw out at us at the time. Like, that's going to be, like, what they put in the history books one day. Like, when my kids in school, they're asking, like, oh, what happened with, like... Like, right before, right, right around COVID, like, these riots and, like, the whole George Floyd thing, I'm like, yeah, that was a, like, very big deal. That was crazy. And then they're going to be like, okay, well, uh, and then the L.A. riots with, um, what was Rodney it? King. Rodney King. And, like, I'm like, oh, yeah, another crazy, crazy thing, like, and then they're going to, but then there's also stories of just, like, where, like, we don't have a riot and we don't have, like, there's, like, people die every day, like, in wrong ways, like. Black people from co- I bet I bet a, a black guy was killed by a cop today and like just since it didn't it doesn't have a good little story to it mm-hmm. we never hear about it yeah so really what makes these events more significant than other ones other than the fact that the media wanted them to be yeah that big and isn't that terrifying like, it's terrifying because especially last year like we were all kind of stuck in the house more or less around yeah. the time like the protest started for George Floyd at least but yeah. I mean dude without. Like, a lot of the stuff, 
I feel like the, a lot of the most disturbing videos I've seen of like protesters getting beaten or like mm-hmm. old videos of like just people of color getting assaulted. It's like this is on Twitter and this is on yeah. Instagram. I'm never gonna see this on the news. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. It doesn't yeah. matter what news station you're watching. I'm never gonna see that on the news. And it's just like it's terrifying to think that without like cell phones, nobody would ever see would, this. Yeah, ever. And I mean, dude. Sadly enough, like, there's probably not going to be justice for the majority of stuff we see online anyways. Um, Videos mm, like that. So yeah. it's, like, crazy how, like, you, we were talking about earlier, the cell phones, too, there. Yeah, yeah, they're just... They're we, everything. We need a phone now. And, like, we've only really had phones for, like, 15 years, really. And, like, one that can take pictures for, like, 10. Yeah. And now we see everything that happens. And almost we see too much. And I feel mm-hmm. like... I think one day, like... You'll have to turn a certain age to use the internet or a phone or something like that. Um, or has that been just given to us and it's our right now and they can't take it away? Like, they yeah. fucked up. <laughs> yeah, you, I mean, five-year-olds on Twitter is kind of That's crazy. crazy kind of crazy. You can see, like, they allow, like, basically porn, first of all, on Twitter. You can see someone get, like, shot in the face on yeah. Twitter. You can see a lot of stuff on Twitter and, like, you know, you can put restrictions on for, like, a five-year-old, I guess. And, like, a parent can just be a parent, which is what I'm probably going to do. Like, with my kid, I'm just going to be like, all right, like, listen, like, Dan Jr., like, <laughs> you're not allowed to use social media till you're, like, 10. Yeah. And then we'll talk about it, you yeah, know? You but all his friends are going to be using it at, like, 7. And he's going to be like, but, Dad, like, yeah. please. And I'm, I'm a little bitch, so, of course, I'm going to let little Dan O'Day Jr. do whatever the fuck he wants. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I just wonder, like, one day, like information is like in a way information is power if you know things oh I'm, I'm a big information yeah power so if you know things and you're you're stronger mentally you have more like for more like i guess to give if you know more um so but we all basically like your my phone's right there your phone's right there like we could basically know anything within the matter of five seconds like yeah at all times i've yeah like i'm big on both sides because with like the we don't need to learn stuff because it's at our phones. It's like, I don't need to know specific, like, one word, an- not one word answers, but, like, yeah. easy, like, solution questions where it's, like, what is blank or, like, who did blank? But, mm-hmm. like, like factual stuff, like, really just brief facts. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I'm a, I mean, dude, I double majored in college in English and Spanish. So, like, oh, I yeah. spent four years reading and, like, doing the humanities and I'm going to the grave are you and like knowledge is power and the more you like learn the more well not well-rounded necessarily but like the more you read the better you're going to be able to understand other people's perspectives and yeah. like critically think so i mean we could <laughs> we could spend the rest of the podcast just talking about education and not even yeah. cover like a fraction but yeah i'm uh i'm gonna go to the grave arguing to read up <laughs> yeah right what do you read do you read at all yeah not all fiction, though, so I guess fiction. kind of hypocritical. <laughs> no, but that's... I was going to... No, but fiction is like... All fiction has to be rooted in fact because yeah. it's from someone's mind. So, like, you can't just, like, make this weird... Like, I mean, some people can make really build these crazy worlds that just, like, nothing's real. Like, yeah. just why... But, like, you know, if you're watching... Like, I watch Game of Thrones mm. and I just mm, on season five. So, I don't know if you have you ever watched it. No. Alright, good. I was just hoping you wouldn't spoil it. I won't spoil it. Uh, But did you know that? No, I'm kidding. (laughs) But did you know that? No, it's it's just like this whole world gets built where nothing's real. But there's still like 
the whole idea of what, what I was saying before, like, just in the beginning, like, 1900s, shit was so corrupt, and, like, mm-hmm. there was no technology or, like, cameras or anything to stop anybody from getting in, like, fights in the alleys, and, like, murders were just scot-free, because yeah. there's no way of proving anything. Yeah. Now, that's really hard to pull off now. But, like, the, um, like, in the show, like, they do that. Like, it's, like, it is yeah. corrupt. And they yeah. show, like, everything in mm-hmm. the show, and, like, other fiction things, too, like, there's a ton of like real facts that's just translated into this fake world that they build. But what like is like your favorite book? Are you reading one right now? I the book, am. the book of the week. <laughs> I've been cranking through them lately, dude. Really? Yeah, I don't read much like for pleasure at school, just because like we have enough reading that professors give us. But um, what's the one I'm reading right now? I think it's called Weather by like Jenny. I don't know. Some I I like power through books. Some I like more than others. Mm-hmm. Um, guess I'm if I'm plugging random authors I've never met. <laughs> Everything Matters by a guy named Ron Curry Jr. was one that like I really messed with. Like it was very you were kind of it's thick. I don't know if you would like it, but <laughs> hey, I can, it's a I long can book. But basically, it's just a little of everything, and that's kind of like I don't have a set favorite kind of thing i like to read but this book was like humorous witty i mean i like wit um mm-hmm. it was like fictitious in the way that it was involved the apocalypse yep um so a little sci-fi element psychologically riveting um involved a lot of like trauma and very what's like, it like uh a kid knows that the world's gonna end uh... and he knows when it's gonna end and how asteroid or something like violence and he has to live life like that, knowing that. So, like, the the gist of the book is, like, him trying to figure out if anything matters because, like, if the world's just going to blow up, what's the ah. point of, like, starting a fam or, like, what's the point of, like, doing this or that? You know what I mean? Yeah, like, what? Like what Why does, does anything matter? matter if we're all just going to get blown up in, like, ten years? I bet the kid ends up living, like, a normal life. I'm not going to spoil it. Yeah, I'm going <laughs> to say, if it were me writing it, if I, mm. I'm just putting myself in the author's, like, seat right now. Mm-hmm. If I had that... That's a brilliant idea, by the way. <laughs> if I had that brilliant idea, I'd just be like, all right, well, he's going to realize that. First, he's going to realize nothing's important. Yeah. That's what's going to happen. He's going to be like, oh, oh, I don't need that. It's just going to go away. It's just going to go away. It's just going to go away. Like, on repeat, it's just going to go away. And then he's going to like either meet somebody that changes his mind or, or he'll just over time realize, oh, I'm unhappy. And the key is to be happy in the present. And that's just because I feel like, like if you ask somebody, you ask like if you go to like a, a hospital mm-hmm. and you find like terminally ill, Ill patients yeah. that are like forty, yeah. like young, yeah. and you ask them like, hey, so do you feel like if you knew you were gonna die at forty one, mm-hmm. would you have started this family or would you have like married this person? I guarantee you, one hundred percent of them like, yep, like what well, what my life would have been pointless without it. So. Yeah. Might as well have made those forty-one years count. And I feel like that's gonna be the message of this book that I I actually <laughs> might read. Like I actually will probably. I've been looking to read, and I uh, found these and like. Well, I found that one. I bought that one. That was like five bucks, dude. Really? Yeah, seven dollars maybe. It was like. I love this thing. <laughs> I really do love this thing. I'm about like, dude. It literally goes over bullet passes. Like with that's so sick. It's so like specific, and I love that stuff. I wanna maybe I'll coach one day. Yeah. You'd be a good coach. You'd be a great coach. I coached on Monday, and we lost by eight. But I had to play everybody. 
if I was a coach, I'd literally run like maybe a six man rotation. <laughs> I'd be like, all right, let's move, let's move. And if I really needed something specific, I'd go to the bench for like yeah. those those guys mm-hmm. that fill yeah. niche needs, you know. Yeah. But uh, you know, you never get to practice. You just pull up with like I pulled up. Someone needs me to cover for them to like coach. And they were like just some summer league, mm-hmm. and I was like, yeah, I got you. And I go see all the kids, and I'm like, what's up, boys? And I know them pretty well. I <laughs> yeah. play I play with some of them like. In high school, I played, yeah. you know, so I was, it's just kind of funny to see them now, like, taking over the team. Taking orders from you. Yeah, literally, <laughs> and I'm just like, all right, bitches, like, <laughs> you guys are starting, whatever, you guys, and, like, do whatever you want for the first half, I'll take over the second half. First half got ugly, so I had to take over. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty quick. But, um, yeah, coaching wouldn't be that bad. What are you, So, right now, you're a financial, what are you doing, financial insurance? Financial services. Services. I mean, <laughs> I'll, I'll say this for the whole career spiel. I'm not going to bore you to death with, with the ins and outs of what I do now because I don't know. I'm kidding. But <laughs> basically, I mean, I went to school not having a clue. Mm-hmm. Declared majors, still didn't have a clue. I was one of those kids growing up who was like, oh, I want to do that. Like, just never. Nothing hit me like that. Yeah. Um, and even now, I'm like, I don't know what my career goal is i know like things i'm passionate about i know like things i'm good ish at um i did a lot of writing in college for my school newspaper and so i did like not journalism i guess in that mm-hmm. sense um i didn't mind it but like did again it didn't like call my name so i just taking it day by day dan i am trying to like i'm not as good a people person as you yeah you are you're a great guy people, people like you maybe one or two but <laughs> But, like, I want to do something that involves people, mm-hmm. which is easier said than done. I mean, I can't be a podcast god like you, but... I'm not, <laughs> I'm not that good at this. But you, I was going to say, I ever thought about doing a podcast? I can barely listen to myself talk. I don't know how other people would do it. Hey, I don't know how people would listen to mine, but <laughs> I, like, consistently will get, like... At least seventy plus people watch. Like you get like a hundred on. YouTube. I get a hundred for the most part, but like yeah. I don't know where. The, but like I say, seventy just because some of them like some of them dip down. Yeah, some of them do dip just because like people don't know them or whoever, like whatever reason you know. But um, like yeah, like consistently I'll get like around a hundred mm-hmm. people, which is like if you if you think about it, like in terms of views compared, like yeah. to other people, you're like no, hundred's not that many views. If you think about it as an audit- auditorium full of people, wow. That'd be fucking sick. Imagine going up in front of a hundred people and like being able to say like what basically whatever the fuck I, I talk about whatever I want right now. Anything. I don't like I'm not doing this like for the people watching me. Right <laughs> I'm doing it for like me and for the person that's here. Like yeah. it's just a good conversation. So and for like a hundred people, like it really does kind of blow my mind. Like even though it's just a small number compared, it's a big number to me. Yeah. And like I'm a thankful guy for it. Thankful guy for it. But and I wonder, I still can't figure out how to see my stats on Spotify and Apple Music. Oh, really? So I don't know, like, I don't know what, my, what it's looking like everywhere else. Yeah. I have no idea. I'm just assuming that, like, maybe 10 per, like, 10 on Apple Music. I'm sure it's more 10 than on Spotify. Because people probably watch, they probably listen more than they watch. Just convenience factor. Maybe. 
Maybe I'm getting, maybe I'm low-key getting like 200 per. Maybe my Spotify one is blowing up right now, and I have no idea. Maybe <laughs> it's like the next best thing on Spotify, and no one, and like I have no clue, because I have no idea how to check the stats. Like, I'm getting a million streams. Imagine. <laughs> <laughs> one day I'm going to look, and I'm gonna be like, oh shit, I got like 400 streams on that episode? No way. You have like random brands hitting you up, like, yo, we heard you got X amount of streams, like, can we do an ad on your podcast? Yeah, <laughs> I'm waiting for the day. I'm waiting for the day. Oh! Wait, how far? 50 miles. Okay. I've been, yeah, right? Isn't it crazy? Yeah. But um, we've got plenty of time. I'm just, uh, I forgot. I keep forgetting to shout out this kid. This kid, his name is Juno Official. I think Official might be his name. It's Juno. He made me the beat for the beginning. Uh, I, I changed the beat from, yeah. like, I used What's Next from Drake. Right. Well, I guess I can't use that, probably. Uh. <laughs> so I switched to this other, so this kid's beat that he, that he used for me. And uh, he makes music, and I've listened to it. And while it's definitely not like it's more like the SoundCloud type of rap, yeah. but like his beats are really, really good, mm. like really, really good. And so I and I heard him, and he was like, "I'll make you one." And he made it for me for free, and I was like, "Word!" So, he, <laughs> so first of all, he's a dog, and uh, yeah, I don't know if anyone's. There's definitely like ten to fifteen people watching listening. <laughs> so shout out to Juno for that, and if Juno's listening, thank you, my brother. You're a good man. Um, I when I had Tyler Quinlan on, he was like, "I got a guy." That can of make course you, he's got a guy. Right? Isn't, like, I love those people. Resourceful people. I love those people. He's a social guy. So you said that there's some things that you think that you're pretty good at, and you're a modest guy, so you're definitely really good at these things. So like, what would you consider yourself like? I mean... What are your skills? All right, so based off of my degree, I'm fluent in Spanish. Are you? Here's what I said. <laughs> I, I put it on my resume, and I'm not lying. Yeah. But I get my hair cut. At a Spanish barbershop, Hispanic barbershop. Yeah. And I don't catch a word they're saying, bro. They're fast. Even in, like... In slang, it's oh, fast. I mean, it's impossible. I got, like, a really... One of my best friends from school. He's um, Guatemalan. Mm-hmm. And, like, just talking with him, it, once he gets, like, moving at his speed, nothing. Like, it does, yeah. I don't pick up. It's just, like, I'm good in, like, formal settings and language wise yeah. i can read and write um more or less interpret but conversationally it's just hard man it's hard to talk in english like spanish is... if you drop someone so say someone learned fluent english or at least like you're fluent spanish so the way that you're fluent spanish if someone was fluent english in the same way you're fluent spanish over in spain yeah and you drop them in mass and oh, put them dude, in like in like fenway and like they want to go buy a frank <sighs> rest in peace to that guy he'd be like uh, can I have a hot dog? And they'd be like, kid, if you want a kid, hot dog? And he's like, huh, like, I have no idea, like, no, no say. And then, like, just got getting lost. Um, I know, you know Jake Ritchie, obviously. He's doing Spanish, yeah, too. Yeah, And, uh, you guys are pretty fast, man. I couldn't do Spanish as, like, a major. Like, what do you even, like, obviously you learn the language, but, like. Well, it was. It's more, like, culture, too, once you get to college, right? Mostly. Yeah. I mean, I took a class, maybe two, that were, like, kind of just movies. Or one was, like, just movies. Películas. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, I won the Spanish award in eighth grade. Did you? I'm trash at Spanish, though. Dude, you got a lot of um, hardware. Oh, yeah. I got two Mr. Hustle awards up there. I got my crown also up, up there. Up there or up there? Right up in, like, that little... Oh, thing. I see. You see right, a picture right. of Peanut? Do you know Peanut? Yeah, yeah. See that picture of him right there? Yeah. Uh, there's a lamp in the way, but... Oh, well, he's there. Okay. 
don't ask. Uh, so, and I got <laughs> the most hustle. I got the most NHS, Spanish award. In like fifth grade, I was like most athletic. I'm, I'm got my hands all over the place. Yes, Two time, made it to states. I don't know. I think I'm just a natural born winner in some ways. I mean, basically. Yeah, but that's yeah. okay. Uh, so what else? What, what was I saying? Uh, what? I ran out of skills, so let's change that. You ran out of skills? <laughs> no, you can write too, though, he said. I Would you write. ever write a book? So, the pandemic definitely turned me into like an avid writer as well as a reader. I like to write too. Do you? I write a lot. I, I, I hate asking what because like, I don't even know what I write. That's a good... Hey, what, I, I'll I just, try. What do you write? So, I I don't know. I lost my notebook. The one, I lost it. It's somewhere, but I just don't know where it is. Mm. But I literally... I did two types of writing. Yeah. I like comedians and comedy so i wanted to try like comedic writing and like so basically it's not even like free like a full story or anything it's just like i'd write basically i'd write pages and pages and pages like probably 10 at a time yeah of just like gobbledygook like whatever <laughs> thought came to my mind was what was hitting the page and it's yeah. just like in incomplete sentences but like not really it's almost like you ever go on your phone and they have like the three suggestions and you click the middle one on repeat and see what happens? Yeah. You, ever, you ever do that? Yeah, yeah. It's like that. It's a bunch <laughs> of gobbledygook. But sometimes something funny would be in there and I'd underline it and then at the end of like my 10 page like massive rant on like anything and everything, I'd take like the 30, 40 sentences out of it and I'd put them all in like this little thing and I'd make jokes out of them, whatever. That's fire. That's one type. And then another thing... I did try, I really did try to write a script once. Yeah. I tried my best. Mm. Got like three, four pages into it. I read it to myself and I was like, yo, this is garbage. Like, got rid of the whole <laughs> thing. It just wasn't, just wasn't good. I don't know how to write a script, but I just thought like, what if I'm naturally like the best at it? Yeah. I was like, why not try it? So, just in case, I I'm going like, to go. I feel like we've talked about this. Do you write down your dreams? Like, right when you wake up? I don't, but I no. wish I did. Okay, I on occasion. I do wish if I something's did. that crazy. Yeah. I have one written down. Yeah, but if it's if it's that crazy, but otherwise, no. How about yourself? No, like I did for like a week, and mm-hmm. then I was like, "This is too much work. I'd rather like wake up and scroll through Twitter." Yeah, wake up, go to the toilet, brush my teeth, <laughs> take on my retainer, all these things, you know. But like, even like sometimes I sit down to write and say I'm trying to write like something fiction or whatever, and I just got no creative juices flowing and then you wake up the next morning and you're like bro i just had like the 12 craziest plot lines going in my head at the same ah, time like, like in your dreams yeah yeah and i'm just like why can't i be as creative outwardly as like my subconscious is you know what i mean yeah you want to hear this dream oh yeah so this would be a good book mm. this would be a good movie this would be good i think it was a movie and it is a book but it's like this would be the way it starts so i get out of a car yeah. That's how it starts. I get out of this red truck and I'm pull up to this I'm at this like it's a little after dark, just like a little like um purple sky and we're in like Miami. It's mm-hmm. what that's the vibe again. It's like a Miami, not beach side, but like right I can see the ocean. Yeah. And there's like this massive beautiful property with mad kids there, like young people. People are partying, dancing, <laughs> looking like uh Project X type, yeah. like just a fun party. No, nothing too, nothing crazy going on. Just a fun party, and then I see uh, another car pull up, and I see my cousin pop out, and I was like, "Oh my god, my cousin Elizabeth!" I was like, "Oh my god!" Like the only person I know in the dream, by the way, which is weird, like just one of my random cousins. 
Um, she's random. I love you, Liz. But uh, <laughs> so she she hops out the car and I'm like, what's up? And I'm going to find her and all her friends like kind of gets this weird vibe. I'm getting I'm going over to say hi and her friends like, what are you doing? And I was like, just going to say hi to my cousin. And they're like, okay. And then like it's like a weird switch. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. all right, whatever. And I go over, I say hi to her, and like we're just hanging out. And we're about to walk over to like the front door and just start getting in and meeting people, dancing, all that fun stuff. Some kid comes running out the door and he's like, oh my God, like Elizabeth, like knows my cousin. And he's like, oh, we got to go to this party next door. This one's good, but it's going to, like, it's been going for a while. It's going to, cops are going to come. We got to go to this one next door. It's just getting started. People are having a ton of fun. Just got a text. We're like, perfect. Let's go. So I started walking back up this long driveway, and they were like, the guy goes, now nah, let's just go through the underground way. And I was like, oh, underground way? And it's like, yeah. So we go away. I opens this, like, hatch. And what you got to do is you got to leap in and slide yourself in, and you slide down and land. And we all slide down, we all land, and, like, basically this underground vibe completely changes. Mm-hmm. It's dark, like a green. like sewer? It's, it's not a sewer because there's no water, no nothing. It's just, like... Stuff. basement disgusting that's kind of like that one just like way more disgusting yeah and uh you know it's just got this weird like now like instantly i'm nervous yeah and i look to my right and there is a way to go straight but the guy was like no nah, we can't go straight that's just gonna take us out to like the ocean we gotta go down these like slides almost so they're so inclined you can't get back up but you just slide down one it was like to our right we slide down one Going a little past, slide down, going a little past, slide down, almost like a like a spiral staircase. Mm. And so we keep sliding down. I'm like, all right, let's do it. We keep sliding. Every time I slide, my heart's beating a little faster, a little faster, a little faster. And we keep going. We get to the bottom, and it's not pitch black, but it's pretty fucking dark down there. And I'm walking around with my cousin, and uh, these three kids ahead of us are like, uh, all right, we're gonna run ahead, and we're gonna catch that big slide ahead. We're gonna run, and we're gonna dive. Because it's like another, like, not steep, it's just a little less steep, it just goes down progressively. And we see them dive, and they go off into the darkness, and then we just hear their bodies hit a wall. And we're like, alright, like, you guys alright? No response. And we're walking towards it, and we're, and we're just slowly getting it inside, and we finally see, like, these, like, brown doors with, like, this one, like, glass that you can't see through. And uh, their bodies are laying there with, like, blood and, like, they're dead. Like, they're both dead. Big Jesus dead. Christ. And I'm sitting there like, holy shit. Yeah. And I look at my cousin, and then we look behind us, and this guy is behind me, like, getting choked. Well, it looks like he's getting choked, but, like, there's no one choking him. So we're just sitting there like, okay. And then, like, we see, like, a blur go by us, like, right in between, like, the bodies and us. And then we're looking behind, we see the blur come, and then we're like, me and like my cousin are freaking out, and we're looking for a place to go, there's this little inlet to our right, we run over the inlet, and we slide, and we're, we're hiding underneath another brown looking door, with like the one way glass, there's glass going all the way around it that you can't really see through, and uh, I'm looking around, and I just see this one guy, he's getting choked out, he dies, those two die, another person like all of a sudden just like, goes like this, and he dies. And then I'm looking up, and I'm trying to, like, figure out where, like, everything is. At that moment, my perspective changes. And now I'm looking on the other side of the glass. And I put my hand, which has a ton of blood on it. And it's not me. I'm looking at me. Okay. And I touch the glass with my hand. And then right as I make eye contact with myself, I woke up. (laughs) 
How wild is that dream? Did it feel like long though? Dude, it I felt it felt so real and long and like yeah. when I woke up, it was like, holy lord! It was one of those ones. that's like, oh, thank God that was fake. You know, it just yeah. kind of. I guess it wasn't that long because it felt like it flew. That's what. I, that's what's weird about dreams, dude. I feel like I. I don't think I have any that I've ever remembered in that detail for that, like, with that many events. My dreams were wild. (laughs) My dreams were wild. But even, like, the longer ones I have, I'm like, bro, I just did this, 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 and this, but it went by like that. Like, like, like a a legit second. And it's why, I wonder why, though. Like, why is that? We don't know anything about dreams. The human mind is crazy, bro. It is. Crazy. Dude, I had another dream, not as long as that one. I, uh, I was playing Mario Tennis, but I was in, I was, like, playing tennis, and I had Mario on my team and Luigi and Bowser on the other team. And we're really playing. All of a sudden, our ground starts shaking. We're like, what the fuck? I look down. I see like, numbers and like these letters. And I see a picture, someone's picture. And I'm like, what the hell? And I slowly start to zoom out. Like, what happens to me a lot in my dreams is I like almost move out of my body. Yeah. And I look at the scenario I'm in. It happens actually pretty frequently. Mm. And I'm looking. And we're on JFK's ID. Mm. Like, his, his, his JFK's ID. Mm. And we're in his wallet. And then we're in his pocket, and we're while he's in the Cadillac, like that he gets shot in the head. You're in his pocket. I'm in his pocket in his wallet, playing on his identification on his license, playing tennis. These people that know say that they can interpret dreams, interpret that one, bro. Yeah. What the fuck does that mean? Like, does that mean anything at all? No. Like Dude, I, I, I mean, I got nothing. But. I mean, you know what must have been happening that day? I must have been playing Mario Tennis, and I watched something about JFK getting popped, and then that's all that happened. And then my brain just took both of those and combined them, yeah, for, for no reason whatsoever. Yeah. And I probably misinterpreted it when I woke up. Like <laughs> I probably had two separate dreams that I just combined into one. But um, yeah, I, those are my dreams, dude. Yeah. Do you have any like dreams you remember? <laughs> Dude, I wish I'm sitting up here racking my brain. I'm like, like. Not even from last night. I, <laughs> yeah. I, like, when I wake up, I'll be shook. And then, you know, if anyone's home and I'm in a chatty mood, I'll go downstairs to, like, my mom or my sisters, whatever, and be like, yo, like, this happened, this happened, this happened, this happened. They were there. They were there. They don't know each other. They've never met. <laughs> she might be dead. But it made perfect <laughs> sense that they were together. And then, like, she flew. She ran across like the Atlantic Ocean <laughs> which made perfect sense in the dream and then we woke up like you see in the dream you're like yep and then you, when you're saying it out loud and you, then you you say the whole story and you're like right and then, yeah. and then they're just like who you tell the dream to like nah you're crazy for that. yeah that's okay. why I gave up writing them because then I would like write it right away in my notes when I woke up and then I would frantically try to get every detail down so I could remember just how it felt and like mm-hmm. the little stuff then I would go back and read it later and I'm just like what the heck was I trying to put Dude, on paper? You're telling me, bro. Imagine <laughs> if I tried to write my dream, like that long-ass dream. It does yeah. sound like a horror movie, though. Yeah. It sounds like something that like would happen in a horror movie. It's even corny like a horror movie. Mm-hmm. Like, Of course, we go into this... It's like, nah, go to the basement. Like Any normal person would be like, yo, fuck the basement. We're going, <laughs> or, or we'll just rock around the hedges and we'll go to this party. It's like, nah, we gotta go through the underground. Yeah, and, yeah. Like, just that stupid shit they do in horror movies, you know? <laughs> yeah, that was what my dream was like. But uh, like, I don't even know what I'd write if I woke up in the morning. Like, Yeah, just like big question mark. Like, just do not dream that again. <laughs> I was like scared when I woke up. I slept, I was sleeping on my couch. It was like a nap. It yeah. wasn't like a deep oh. sleep. It was a nap. Yeah. So I woke up like an hour 
after I had fallen asleep, and I was like, <gasps> what the fuck? Yeah. You know? Like, dreams are wild, though. They are. Like, we don't know why we have them. We don't know where they come from. No. Like, is it just our brain, like, trying to decompress all of our memories and just, like, letting some shit out? Like, we just build these fantasies in our head. Yeah. It's crazy, dude. Like, it's fake. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Jeff, you don't play tennis. I don't play tennis on JFK's wall with Mario, Luigi, and Bowser. I hate to break it to you, you don't. I've never had an invisible man try to murder me and my cousin in the the bottom of an alleyway. I've never had that happen. Like, but that was my dream, you know? Like, basically, that's what my dream was like. You haven't had that happen. No, oh, I, yeah, me no, no, yeah. no, no way. <laughs> you're saying, you're saying that's not everybody thing. But like, they just happen. Yeah. I had one dream of a wolf bit the top half of my body off while I was mm. defending it from my mother, and I could see inside my body, and it was nothing in my body. It was just an empty, like, like almost like a cartoon drawing of like someone getting cut in half. Like there was no bones, no nothing. It was just black inside my body. And I remember that specifically because like my my like dream focused in on the fact that I had nothing in my body. Dude, you need to stop watching like Law and Order as you go to bed. I like, don't watch. <laughs> I don't know what's happening in my dream. Those are like those, that one stuff. That was like a recurring the wolf one that bite me in half. That like I was like seven when I was having that dream, so I was really scared. Yeah. I remember I had that one like every day for like weeks, and I was like, "The fuck is this dream?" Yeah. And uh, it was all about me not being able to react in time because this wolf was like at like garbage outside my house. And I was looking at it out the window, and then I could, like, hear the wolf think, like, damn, he looks like I could eat that ass. Like, <laughs> like he just looks tasty as fuck. And he rolls up on me, and, like, like, jumps through my window, and I can't close it in time. And that's the problem. And my mom comes in, and I can't defend her. And that's the problem. It's yeah. just me basically being unable to do things. So that's pro- that one probably has a message to it. Maybe. But I was seven. We won't go there, though. I we was seven. We won't so go there. That really means nothing to me. But, um, yeah, I always wondered, like... Like, how is it even possible for us to build these whole, like, I literally know the setting of the dream. Yeah. Like, I know everything. Yeah. And you're right. It is really fast. Yeah. So I wonder how much time it takes up in real life. Right. Well, I I think the closest Mm. I ever came to measuring it myself was when I had, like, this crazy long dream. And I was like, bro, I must have been asleep, like an hour it felt like because like my body felt like not like you know when you wake up from a, a powerful sleep whether it's yeah. like yeah and you feel like different afterwards mm-hmm. so i had one of those dreams and i woke up and i was like bro i'm shook yeah. and i checked my phone and i been asleep like 10 minutes and i was like dude so you're telling me i fell asleep which normally takes me like hours anyways yeah had this whole dream which seems like a lifetime and woke up in like nine minutes flat like it was crazy. You but think it's like drugs in our brain? Dude, I... Don't we have like DMT like naturally being like made in our brains? I'm going to spare the audience. I don't know a thing about science, dude. Like, um, I know I we have I think we like, do. <laughs> I'm just going to... I'll just say it. Yeah. Not know knowing shit. I think fact. we do. That is fact. That is fact. CDC put it in the books. We that's, have DMT. That's trace amounts of DMT being slowly... And I think what happens when you die... Mm-hmm a massive DMT like release happens in your brain. So it could like when they say your life flashes before mm. your eyes. Oh, I it could you, just be a, a life flashing yeah. before your eyes. Yeah. So I was one dude take DMT on on like live like a live stream for mm. 2 hours. He was like like this for 2 hours. And then he like woke up and they were like what's up? He's like I just was living like an entire different life for <laughs> 6 months. 
Six months. Jeez. Like, he had a different family, different name, yeah. different everything. Like, he was living in life for six months. And that's kind of what this, like, this is obviously a very trace amount, but we have trace amounts in our brain. So maybe, maybe it's DMT trips. Maybe that's what dreams are. I wish I could, obviously we all wish we could, like, figure out how to manipulate our brains and, like, dream oh, what we dream want. Dream what you want. Because, dude, the coolest dreams I've ever had are when you feel like you're flying. Oh, yeah, I do. When you feel like you're in the air. You ever have ones that you feel like you're flying and then it stops? Ever you crash and you wake up in your bed and you're like, Ugh. Yeah, you crash. As soon as it's funny, as soon as you crash, you wake up. Yeah. Do you ever think that maybe your dream that you woke up from, it may have ended like 25 minutes ago, but since you don't yeah. know the time mm-hmm. between, in the dream, right? Like, you know, yeah. it takes you a while to fall asleep. It takes you a while to wake up, you mm-hmm. know, like once you, I wonder when, I wish I could see like in my brain, like when is the dream happening? Yeah. Is, can science do that? I think. Can they check? But I don't know a thing about science. Yeah, you don't know much about science. <laughs> I, I think I said like eight times. Yeah. My science teachers from K through high school are just frowning. Shaking their yeah, head. Yeah. Uh, like, did you, who, who's like your science teachers? Wait, what, where'd you go for school? Yeah, like, you know, How about like? St. Joe's. St. Joe's. Oh, so all, we really don't want to talk All school. Catholic, all day. Yeah. You went to MC? I did. Interesting. But like. I got cousins some of them. that went to MC. You wouldn't know my cousins. Yeah. I got it. Yeah. You're too young for my cousins. I mean, <laughs> unless you know, like, this one kid, Lucas Manuel, whatever. He's, uh, he was older than you. No way you know him, though. So I'm just wondering because MC's a little smaller, so. I mean, I, like, yeah, no, I'm not going down that rabbit hole, but. <laughs> I shadowed there. I heard that on a, one of your podcasts the other day. Who are you? Oh, Whistler, I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I shadowed there. Yeah. And he, uh. And they, they gave me, like, a sweatshirt, a pen, yeah. like, like, a notebook, a, yeah. a, a backpack, like, everything. They, they threw the whole, because my uncle and my cousin were both valedictorians. Oh, so you're the man there. So dude. for them, they were like... <laughs> valedictorian? Yeah, yeah. Damn. They both were. So hardware runs in the family. Yeah, it does. Because, yeah. well, well, here's the thing. Oh, yeah. All right. In my family, mm-hmm. you're either nasty athlete or extremely intelligent. And then there's me. There's a little bit of both. Yeah. I'm not that. I'm not a nasty athlete. Mm-hmm. I'm a good athlete. Very. I'm not extremely intelligent, but I'm kind of intelligent. Very. So I'm in between. Yeah. Perfectly. But these, like, my sister is like a teacher. She is like yeah. a studious person. She mm-hmm. like is probably the smartest, most mature person I know. That's her age. Yeah. My cousin Alex is a doctor. Cousin's a dentist, and another cousin is gonna be another like pediatric therapist. And like, she's already got these people are just like freak smart. Other cousin, D1 baseball. This another one's going D1 golf. Like, these freaks. But I feel like freaks. You, you got that mix. Like, you're too kind of mixed. Because I've heard you, I mean, not, like, a lot. But I've heard you talk X's and O's for hoop. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, look at the freaking book you're reading, dude. Yeah, this book's fine. That's making me think of the, uh, this was pretty cool. Because, obviously, when we're watching, like, SportsCenter, like, commentary, mm-hmm. 99% of the guys are talking heads just, like, spewing nonsense. Yeah, they're literally not. But ridiculous. I forget if it was like Jay Adande or like Richard Jefferson, but somebody with like actual credibility talking mm-hmm. on Richard Jefferson's pretty good. Yeah, pretty good. maybe it wasn't him, but like Adande or somebody with like credential, mm-hmm. like Robert O'Reilly, respectable. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Yeah, he's a good. Yeah, he he knows more than he, than he leads off. He tries to play like an idiot, but he's smart. I know for a fact. Robert O'Reilly's very good. But continue. Is he on NBA TV? He's on. He goes with. Uh, I think he was on the jump. Maybe he was on with Jalen gotcha. Rose and. Okay. Rachel Nichols, maybe? 
Yeah. I don't know what he's on. Yeah. Woj is sometimes on that show. Yeah, I forget yeah. what it is. I can't think of what it is. But that, I think anyway, it's a jump. But, he's pretty good. But um, whoever it was, they were talking about, it was the Clippers Sun series. Mm-hmm. And this was like, blew my mind because I've never heard ESPN talk like basketball like this. And they were like, why is Booker, or why is Beverly guarding Booker this well? Or like, what about this matchup? And I'm like, I don't want to hear overreactions about how Booker's the next Kobe or how Beverly's the best defensive player since Rodman. Like, I don't want yeah, to hear yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. And then I think let's say it was Adonde. He was like, Well, you see, Beverly struggled so much in the Doncic in the Mavs series because Luca plays like this. I forget the terms he used, but he's like Luca basically plays. Put you in jail? Is it that? He puts at a he goes at a rhythm that's like off bound, like off speed. So mm-hmm. he's basically like the way he stops and goes and moves, and he like waits for you to lean into him or something, or he he initiates yeah. the contact. But the way he does it is like inverse of how Booker plays offense. Mm-hmm. So Booker's like silky, silky smooth. He looks for the contact, but he's like the way his his rhythm is what they were saying is the inverse of Doncic. Just like Doncic, just choppy, unathletic, but yeah. smooth and like looks for the contact in a different way. And they're like, so Beverly essentially couldn't figure out how to crack like the rhythm that Doncic had Mm -hmm. but Booker's he has a down pat yeah and he did for like game one at least but yeah like I just the fact that I mean when I'm watching the games I always I even watch like college games like not scrubs but no name college games and try to figure out like oh like is this guy good or what's going on like I try to watch the game and like obtain it um yeah but Hearing that, I'm like, dude, I'm watching these highlights. If I watched those each play on my own, I would have no idea that, that that's what was going on. Yeah, that's what, make Luke's, that's what makes Luca so good, even though he's extremely unathletic. He can like, <laughs> barely fucking dunk, I swear to God. He just, it's such like a staccato, like, yeah. it's like, he's waiting for you. And as a defender, especially today, you can't really be a aggressive defender right. and set the tone. You can't push him in a certain direction like right. you used to be able to. Like right. if your hands were big enough, if you were strong enough, Michael Jordan's the king of this. Keep his hand right on your fucking hip. You weren't going right. Yeah. If he kept his hand on your hip, yeah. you weren't going right. So he yeah. literally determined everything. Yeah. You can't do that now. So now you have to either wait and you can't get too close because then it's a foul. You can't yeah. sit too far away or else they'll shoot. Yeah. So you gotta kinda pick a range and then try to like cut off certain angles. That's what defense is. It's all just cutting off angles. Right. And so Luca, knowing he can't get by people, Kobe as well, especially as he got older, Kobe was a freak athlete as a kid. Ten years in, he really wasn't – he's not that fast. Yeah. Kobe was never that fast. Yeah. He's just – his footwork yeah. and his, like, ability yeah. to read people was so freakish. This like, people would, like, attack the top foot is what they always say. If you're not fast enough, though, it doesn't matter. A faster defender, if they have their top foot at you, can recover in time. And Kobe knew that, so he'd go at the top foot just to make them drop it. And now that's their momentum. He'd make them, as soon as that foot moves, going the other way. Yeah. Because now you might not be able to attack someone's top foot if they're set, but you can attack anybody that's off balance. Yeah. And that was the idea. And Doncic does that same shit. And he won't even initiate it. He waits for you to do it. Yeah. As soon as Pat Bev's foot moves back and he tries to switch his angle, if he's off balance, he's by you. Yeah. And it's it's magic to watch. It's so beautiful. And like, as Patrick Beverly, a great defender, Marcus Smart, these guys, it's impossible to guard Luca one on one because that's why he's so good. He's yeah. able to break you down one on one. It's double teams and help defense that really bother Luca. Yeah, that's what that's what gets him. 
Booker, you can you can clamp that down for the yeah. most part if you're good enough. Mm. Just not a lot of people are good enough to right. do that. Most aren't. Yeah, most most aren't because yeah. he's incredibly talented in an offensive minded league as well. So yeah, would you rather? So have you watched any USA basketball? I was thinking about that when you were talking because you were talking about like the defensive rules and stuff. Dude, what, what were you gonna so say? So much better. You think? Yeah. Oh, it's dude. No, they don't call that bullshit. Like <laughs> you can't just do that and get yeah. the call. You have to get fouled. You you know. So I've been watching closely. Is there hand checking? Not really. No. Yeah. They still don't really allow you to do a lot of. But they just don't. But they just don't. Flops. Yeah. yeah. And also, if you do have your hand out and you're touching them, they don't mind. It's the it's the holding people yeah. play. Like that used to be like they used to, used to right. really just be able to hold people. Right. Like. Bruce Bowen, the Spurs, oh, yeah. like all the like, yeah. he was like, another one. Just hold you, yeah. and you weren't moving. He could literally keep you from going the other direction. Mm-hmm. You just grab your hip, mm-hmm. and like you just were locked in. Once he locked in on you, but nowadays, you know, you can barely, you can't even like touch them. You can't even like keep a hand on them, or right. else they'll call it. And plus, then they'll swipe through as well. Right. So it's just, but they don't let that happen in the USA. Like Kevin yeah. Love pump faked and jumped into a guy, and you know the root league. Yeah. The NBA hasn't changed the rule yet. They're going to next season, but not yet. And there, he got fouled. Like, but since he jumped into him, the refs were like, "Fuck it, mm-hmm. fuck this guy." And I love that. <laughs> refs like, I hate when they think that they got jurisdiction over the game. Like, listen, it's called by the rules, so it's not the refs' fault, in my opinion. The NBA just got to be like, listen, the NBA has got to give the refs more power. Be like, hey, let this game be under two hours, please. Mm-hmm. Like, let's not let's not be baseball. Let's not. We're we're not entertaining enough to be football. We have to be two to two and a half hours. That's it. We we can't have it much longer. Yeah. But I think that they make too much money from three hour games, because more ads. You know. A lot of ads. And I just don't know if they got the balls to 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 forfeit all, especially after what happened with China, and the the whole like Daryl Morey saying free Hong Kong. Mm. They lost a lot of money in Chinese markets yeah. from that, yeah. and I just don't know if they're willing to forfeit more money on that I don't know though we'll see uh, NBA's got some some fixing to do if, yeah. in order for f- casuals to watch especially like the last two minutes of games it's so brutal bro just I'm, like I mean I take the NBA as it is like I'm not gonna really I'm watching either way I'm watching either way and I'm more or less not gonna complain at all mm-hmm I don't even want to say I complain. I'll just change it if it's two minutes left in the game, and I like they start with the whole like review for three minutes and yeah. play review for another three. I'm just like, I'll look at the score later. It's not even worth it at this point. Yeah, you're right, and that's terrible. Like imagine being a casual fan. I know. Like imagine being a guy that doesn't really yeah. know. Like I just started watching soccer for the first mm-hmm. time during really? the during the Euro yeah. like cup whatever, and because I got a, my friend Nick Nick De Simone, he's like he's very Italian, and he was really rooting for Italy. Mm-hmm. And Italy won the whole thing. Thank God, he would have been very upset. But uh, so they so they won. But I was finally watching some games, and they're pretty good. And they're fast paced, and it was easy to watch. And for the most part, you know, it's like I can only imagine if I was watching a sport that I already don't have a lot of love for, like soccer. And then yeah. it took thirty three minutes for the last two and a half. Yeah. Oh my God. I know. Oh, I'd hurt myself. <laughs> oh, it'd be so. So I'm just wondering, like, for the fan that they're trying to bring in, mm-hmm. you're losing them. You're yeah. losing them just like that. Yeah. And these are the biggest games of the year. I know. These are the ones that are supposed to be good. I know. And these are some of the worst ones because they need every. They need to have the calls right. Just put the God ref in. You know, have you heard? The, have you heard about this God ref idea in like football and baseball and everything? It's like 
we can see if something's a strike in baseball. Like you can oh, see that. So just, yeah. so just let the computers say yeah. yes or no. Mm. We can see from a billion camera angles what the fuck's going on, like if they're out or not. Like yeah. we can see it. Why review it when we can just look at it in the first place? Just put the God ref in, bro. <laughs> just keep you need like two refs in the NBA, you can cut it down from three to two, and then just have the God ref and just let them watch over the whole game from all these cameras and make decisions like that, like within twenty seconds. Yeah. Like, you shouldn't have to have the rest of the game go over to the table and figure it out and ask the people across the nation, like, hey, what do you guys hey, think? Caucus, what's up? And they're like, hold on, we're looking at it now. You should already have looked at it. <laughs> By the time they get to the table, it should be figured out, done, over with. Very few calls in the league that I'm like, oh, I see. Like, that's a tough one, like, mm-hmm. to the point where I can't decide within 10 seconds, you know? Yeah. It's just, that's, that's a big problem. The league's got a couple problems, though, but... I'm going to watch either way. I'm going to watch either way. <laughs> Love basketball. So yeah. what do you think about the Suns and the Bucks? The 2-1. Bucks, they're playing soon, actually. What time do they play? Uh, Bucks. Suns. Probably 9 tonight. Yeah. Yep, 9. Yeah. So what do you think? I mean, just like we were talking about earlier, I don't know squat. <laughs> like, I don't know anything. I pre- Like, I watch casually. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean more than casually, but yeah. like... From my clueless perspective, what I'm going to be looking for is, yeah, I got no clue. But, um, <laughs> no, I mean, I just think the Bucks, like, obviously they got the size and mm-hmm. they got, like, they seem to be using the paint the right way. Jeff Van Gundy was saying something good the other day. He's like, there's a difference between being aggressive and then being, like, I forget what he said for the advert, but, like, smart aggressive, basically. And, yeah. like, Giannis, like, just putting your head down and going straight at the rim every time isn't being aggressive is being stupid you're gonna get like charges and turnovers but like Giannis would set um he would call for the ball once he had the right position or whatever in the post or he would like um Brooke like you wouldn't force Brooke to go one-on-one in the post every time Mm because like he's a knockdown three-point shooter and then with all the guys on the court why are you gonna give Brooke Lopez the ball every time (laughs) yeah yeah but um I mean I think yeah on offense the Bucks are doing their thing I just Book was ice cold for game three, so like, so you feel like that's almost like a lot. You can't, yeah, you can't necessarily think he's gonna be ice cold again. Yeah, or not ice cold, but just like off. Like, I feel like he's gonna go off this game, probably. And um, Aiton, like they took him out for the third quarter, right, the other night, and that's Mm -hmm. why the Bucks went on that run. So, you think Aiton's actually probably the best defensive player in the playoffs so far? He's He's been been very good. I mean, Giannis probably better than him, but. Maybe not, because Giannis, I have a problem with him not gu- guarding Kevin Durant. Yeah, I, I have a really do. big problem with that, because that's like a thing that I like. I love taking the best yeah. guy. Like yeah. I love taking the best guy. Yeah. And if I can't find like I understand sometimes it's physical limitations to your game. Like Giannis can't keep up with Kevin Durant, and I understand mm-hmm. that. Um, but you're better than anybody else you can put on. Like probably you have to be able to say that. And if you and if you're gonna say otherwise, and you can just. Take that Defensive Player of the Year award and put it in your garbage can. Cause, uh, I mean, he can take it from Rudy Gobert. <laughs> seriously, this because he got he was honestly in that series against the um, Clips. Clips. He was the worst defensive player in basketball. With in a perimeter based league, if you can't guard the perimeter, and then when and then guys start attacking you and like just scoring right on you, you're a waste of space, dude. 
With all due respect, Jeff Van Gundy. No, like, with all due respect <laughs> with to... With all due respect uh, to Rudy. Terrence Mann. Terrence. Filthy. Filthy, yeah, filthy, yeah. filthy. Lowell native. I live in Lowell. But, like, the way him and Reggie Jackson, who's also filthy, like, amazing. Yeah, had great series playoffs, yeah. Just, like, the fact that they were the two guys to torch. I didn't even watch the game where the Jet, like, that final game. Oh. But just seeing the stats and then seeing a couple brief highlights of Gobert getting, like, exposed, I'm like... Yeah, that's not like the best he was look. so bad. They should have just taken him out. It and it's not even bad. like he's trying to guard like the, one of the better perimeter players in the league. No, it's Terrence Mann Who and Reggie is, Jackson. Like, they're great NBA. They're NBA players. But they're the not starters. that good. They're you not know? Paul George. They're not, they're not Kawhi. Paul George or Kawhi. Yeah, Devin Booker. No. Like I just don't understand like how he gets such a pass because I get it's a regular season award and I get like he is a game changing defensive player in the paint. Yeah, but if there's a way, if you're if you're the defensive player of the year, which means you are the best defender in basketball that season. Yeah, you you can't you should not be able to do part of basketball. Like part of basketball is perimeter defense. Yeah, he can't do it. Like he can't. I'm sorry. Like maybe against another big that also can't play perimeter offense. But yeah. if you're if you can't guard a perimeter player in a perimeter league, mm. you're a waste. You're a, waste of, you're a waste of space sometimes. It's the same thing as not being able to shoot a shoot a mid-range three-pointer in today's NBA. Like sometimes it feels like you're a waste. If you have a guy out there that can't shoot, doesn't it just feels like oh like if he could only knock that shot down right there, like he could just sit in that corner. Like Brooke Lopez adapted his game you're, offensively. You're subtweeting Grant Williams so hard right now. <laughs> Grant Williams, yeah. yes, Grant Williams. He needs to, <laughs> he needs basically to. Fix his entire game, or yeah. else he can see the door. If you honest, <laughs> I love Grant to death. Like yeah. he's a good dude for the team, but just ain't the vibes. If you're gonna be like that bad offense, you know. Yeah. And then also be slow defensive end. <laughs> he's 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 bad. We, we love Grant though. But we love Grant. Yeah. If you're a good dude, I think there's a room for you on any roster. If you're good, enough, he's still good enough to play basketball. In yeah. The NBA. It's just like. And him being a good guy helps. Yeah. Like, you're a great guy to be 15th on the bench. And, like, <laughs> yeah. you, you know he's going to bust his behind every day. So, like, if you're, like, scraping for just hustle. Yeah, yeah. You throw him in there when everyone's injured. In practice, it's probably mm, great to it's have. probably gone in practice. Yeah, oh, he's gone. He's just going there, hustle everybody. Yeah. You know, I love that. You mm-hmm. like, and he's a good dude. People like him. You yeah. know, like, they like him a lot. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think there's room for him for, like, a minimum contract. Yeah, sure. But, like, all right, whatever. All right, so the Celtics, last thing. Um, we're probably deep, bro. Yeah, we're an hour 25. So, Celtics. Uh, obviously, I already got rid of Kemba. Yeah. Al Horford's back, which is still not gone through my head fully yet. Yeah, it didn't register. Which is weird. Yeah. Um, but what do you want out of the Celtics this next coming season? So, the same way we were talking about Grant, just, like, behind the scenes being good for the team. Mm-hmm. I feel like Al is perfect for that because, so what I've noticed reading a lot of like, not like Stephen A stuff, like actual NBA beat writers and columnists and then just like watching the finals and playoffs, like chemistry matters. Yes, it does. um, The Suns chemistry is ridiculous. I mean, bro, they play the most, I think their starting five play the most games together out of any starting five this season yeah them like the Knicks as well yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. that might be a fake stat but like no, nah, I think it, you're right yeah, yeah or something close so like just familiarity is so important and I feel like Al I'm not saying he's gonna contribute a lot but like when he's in there I feel like 
what he does behind the scenes and then the little he does on the court is only going to be a plus. Like, you're not expecting a 30-whatever-year-old big man to kind of, like, be the savior. Like, the Jays are going to, if the Celtics make some serious noise, J and J are going to take yeah, them. Like, yeah, JV, JT, all day. Dude, they're going to, I don't, we're smart diehards. Yeah, we are. I don't want him to go. Me neither. But Jalen and Jason are untouchable. Yeah. If yeah, we yeah. get like smart Langford and Robert Williams, we can flip them for like I don't even know who would be like Dame. <laughs> they would never, that. but yeah. You but like you, you five picks as you well. know what I'm saying. Like if we can flip smart and I don't want to see Robert Williams go either. Some bo- but, I know, I know. But like I'm thinking for the right piece, like say who's like a superstar? Cat cat. Say cat's unhappy. Just like Cat is unhappy. Smart, Williams, Langford, and every draft pick till we're 55. <laughs> Seriously. For, for Cat, bro? Like... Cat, great offensive big man, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, Cat, Cat's very, very... Cat's underrated, by the way. Cat yeah. is extremely underrated. He is a great passer as well. Yes. And he can hit, like, step-back threes <sighs> as a big man. He's a, he is incredible. And he kind of got lost in the shuffle, I feel like, all these past few years, but that's completely fine. He'll be fine once once he gets on a team that wins or yeah. if they can build a team that wins. Suck for him to always be on a sucky team. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, uh, Andrew, we are an hour and 28 minutes in. I think we are just about done. But let me ask you, how was your experience on the, on the Dogcast? Was it everything that you hoped it would be? It was nothing I expected. And that <laughs> which was is awesome. Which that is was awesome. Which is everything I expected. <laughs> like, I, I came in, no idea what's coming at me. Didn't think any of this was coming at me. I'm here for it. I love it. Yeah, dude, I'm excited to watch it back later. I know you'll watch it. Oh, okay. <laughs> I know this is gonna be you're gonna be ripping this episode on repeat. Yes, I feel sir. Like. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I enjoyed myself. Thank you very much. My guy behind the pineapple. Right behind the pineapple, as per usual. Yes, See, sir. Dedicated fan. Dedicated. Very dedicated fan. All right. Thank you very much.